I do love to share about Lucy. Um, Lucy started joining us in Sunday school. What was it, Lucy, now about two years ago? Mm -hmm. And after Sunday school, in fact, we were exactly where Preston and Tia are right now. Lucy and um, Julie and Jessica and Amanda and I were talking. And Lucy said she wanted to give her heart to Jesus. And immediately we went downstairs and she was talking with her mom and dad and Preston and Bill were talking with, with Sean and, and Jan. And um, we have seen Lucy grow and grow and bloom in her faith, in her life. And during COVID, Lucy and I had opportunity to spend a lot of time together on the telephone in the word of God, studying, let's see, Lucy, we were in John. Then we went to, um, what do we go to next? James. James, that's right, John, James. Then we went to Matthew and we started in Acts and then Lucy started college, but she has continued on. And Lucy and Sean, uh, Sean and Jan shared this summer and, uh, and publicly proclaimed their faith at Midway Baptist Church in the mountains. And um, it made such an impact on that church. Uh, first time that they had ever entertained uh, folks from China speaking from their pulpit about uh, coming to faith in Jesus. And that little church for years had been giving to the Lottie Moon Mission Fund, which had sown into China. So it was, it was just an amazing thing to be there and witness what was taking place in that church and hear since that time, what an impact that this family made on them. And what an impact uh, Shang, Yan, and Lucy, you all have made on us. So Lucy, we are very excited to hear what you have to say about joy. And if your mom and dad wanna add anything, we would love to hear that as well. We love you, Lucy. Thank you, thank you, I appreciate it. So when I was young, well, I mean, when I was a child, um, happiness was easily obtained. Um, for example, playing outside, uh, getting ice cream, receiving a toy, being praised by the teacher and so on. They all, brings, they all bring me joy. However, when I grew up, those kinds of happiness could not satisfy me anymore. It doesn't mean I'm not happy doing those things anymore, rather not enough. On top of that, I realized that in the world of adulthood, happiness is harder to gain. There will also be more obstacles that I have to face. When I was in high school, I was still new to the environment, uh, uh, to this American school environment. There were a lot of things to learn and adjust to on top of having language barriers. I had a type of pressure that I never had before. Not only class works, I also had volunteer work and other activities outside of school. The biggest challenge for me at that time is always not having enough time. At that time, 
I met a girl called Grace in school. We soon became really good friends. She just came to US not long ago as well, but her English is better than mine. And she also studied really hard. She was in the basketball team and she played guitar for church and had never, uh, and also had more activities. But I found she handled those activities rather calmly with not much struggle. I never saw her being stressed and worried. She always looked so confident and she was always humorous and relaxed. Therefore, I was really curious. I asked her, what did you do and how could you go through those hardships calmly? She said, because I'm a Christian and I believe in Jesus. Honestly, I did not understand that. No matter how much faith you have in Jesus, you still need to face those hardships. How could you say that those, like, as long as you believe in God, and pray to God, then the problem is solved. However, I did not stop exploring and try to comprehend. Later, I found out that believing in Jesus Christ does not mean after I pray, I'm done. It means there is more steadfast faith in me than knowing there will be rewards for being diligent and studious. Although I may not see it now, eventually it will be given. In addition, I learned that God made each of us unique masterpiece. Everyone has different strengths and weaknesses. My talents are, especially, are specially given and I will cherish them. By cherishing them, blessing will also be given in return. Slowly, I feel wiser and stronger. Also, when I know God is in my life who will be protecting me and, during, and guiding my way, I will be less afraid, confused, or stressed. After overcoming the hardships or successfully solving the problems, I started to experience the hardships I have never had in my childhood. Another thing is that my friend Grace and my church friends told me that God is speaking to us. This took me a while to understand what speaking means. I think here speaking, me, speaking is more like having a thought in mind. So looking back, probably God did talk to me. It's a little hard to believe, but it did happen. But before I go to that, um, there's a little background. Um, so in high school, I took Calc 1 and 2 in my junior year and passed the AP exam with a very good grade. Uh, then I originally decided to take Calc 3 freshman year in, in, in NC State. But in fact, I was torn between taking Calc 1 or Calc 3 because I forgot most of the material after a whole year without taking any calculus courses. And calculus in high school is taught in a very fast pace that I ended up memorizing many materials rather than um, actually understanding it. 
I really put hours and hours every night to get this grade. Although I have a good grade, doesn't mean I, I master those knowledge. But I also have some concerns. First, if I start from Calc 1, it will fall behind from many other students who already take Calc 1 and 2 in high school because they're going to take Calc 3 or linear algebra when they start college. And second, it costs money to take Calc 1 again, and I would like to save money for my parents. And the third one is that um, I have a concern that will I be look, uh, looked at as not able to take on challenges by taking Calc 1. So there's a battle within me of whether to take Calc 1 or 3. And this was days after course selection. I was in a mountain trip with Miss Mary, Mr. Preston, Miss Tia, my parents, and Jingjing a few months ago in the summer. One night, we, I believe we were discussing something related to following your heart. And during the conversation, I felt that I have a feeling in my heart of saying, don't look at what others think of you and do what suits you the best. Then there's a clear thought saying, it might be a good choice to change to Calc 1, which will help me to have a more solid foundation um, more solid foundation for calculus for future courses. So I chose to believe it and make my move. So I quickly went to my room and uh, tried to change the course from what I originally selected as soon as possible because selecting courses are usually stressful. The seats could run out at any time. When I got to the enrollment page, I found out that there is only one seat left in the for enrolling in Calc 1. I feel like it, it's reserved for me. So I successfully enrolled in it and was very grateful. Looking back, it turned out to be a wonderful decision. Learning a material again allowed me to have a deeper understanding of the knowledge. And also I feel, um, I used to feel anxious when doing calculus, but now I feel much better and think it's interesting. Um, the and the beginning of college is not easy. The amount of information I have to learn is overwhelming, but I managed to finish the semester with good grades and learned a lot throughout the process and harvested joy when I solve problems or accomplish tasks. This kind of happiness is not as temporary as getting an ice cream or playing outside. It's more long lasting and encouraging. I know in my college career that there are going to be more challenges ahead of me, but with the faith in Jesus Christ, I believe I can do it. Thank you, thank you for listening. And I'll see if my parents would like to ask something. Thank you, Lucy. Um, yeah, actually, uh, Sean and I had a conversation the other day about joy. Um, I asked you, what do you think? Um, can't, do you hear, think? can't hear you, Jan. Oh, okay. Is that better? Yes. Okay, sorry, yeah. 
I said, um, the other day, uh, I had a conversation with Sean uh, about joy. I asked him, what do you think joy is? Do you remember what he, he, he yeah. told me? Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, last, uh, as I said, uh, joy is a feeling of uh, happiness, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, really? I think joy is a feeling of Get closer, Jan. Sorry? Yeah, stay, stay, stay close to the microphone. Yeah, face the center. Oh. Um, mm. Is that better? Yeah, as better. Long as stay facing the center when you talk. Okay, all right, yeah. Yeah, last time and Sean told me he thought joy is a feeling um, of great happiness, great pleasure. Um, I agree with him. And, and we thought, uh, one, do we feel joy and why? Um, so I thought there are some um, situations that when we when we uh, set a goal and we we uh, accomplish it uh, after diligent or hard work, we feel joy. Or um, after we help the others solve the problem they have, we saw joy. And when we um, make difference on something um, due to our effort, we feel joy. So we thought uh, when we feel joy, um, it's kind of a feeling and uh, of proud and, and pride arise. But after we, after we know God, knowing God, we realize um, we feel more, we, there's still more sense of uh, appreciation Instead of instead of pride, um, because we realize it's God. God gave us the ability to make difference, and God uh, gave us the, uh, all the opportunities to meet meet good people, nice wonderful people, uh, like good teachers, uh, nice co-workers, or great people uh, like our church family. All those is God blessed. So that is kind of feeling not it's different from before. Um, and well, sometimes um, life is not always going smoothly. We still have some hardship or miss some difficulties. But the difference is when we have during that period, we um, some faith inside and we thought, um, we can, uh, we need to, what we need to do is hang in there and look for joy and even create happiness because we believe, um, as long as, yeah, we believe there's God, um, there's hope, just like um, in the dark night, whatever is how dark, sun still will come up there's still sunshine yeah. the next day. So it's, it's some peace, some peace, some space in, inside, then we not feel um, anxious any longer. So that is give us uh, a kind of real joy. So that's something different uh, from before. Mm, yeah, that's what I want to share. <laughs> Excellent. Amen. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm.
Um, there's a verse I want to read, Lucy. Um, because we, we experience joy, but um, even angels carry the message of joy. And in Luke 2, verse 10 and 11 and 12, um, the angels were given this message to share with the shepherds out in the middle of the field at night watching over sheep. And the angel said to them, fear not, because they were, this bright line which light was shining and the, and, and the sound was thunderous, I'm sure. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. And this was the news of great joy, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. This is how you'll recognize him. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. You know, just, just the whole idea of, of that kind of news bringing us great joy. A baby has been born. You're going to find him. These are the marks of identification. But he's a savior. A savior has come. And you, you think about all the hardships and all the difficulties and all the trials we go through. And then that's not even counting the eternal um test that we have before God did we live a righteous life and we realize that a savior has come to deliver us from all of this well what news of great joy how about somebody else what do you how would you respond to what Lucy shared and and uh and Jan shared about joy Benny you got joy this week yeah Yes, I'm feeling a lot of joy when, and um, have uh, got a job that I had been hoping for and that hope that was uh, confident and assurance has come through and God has given me a job and I am full of joy and uh, not only for circumstances, but just because who God is and that yeah. he, he does what he promises. So yeah. yes, I am full of joy. Yeah. Lucy, when you're sharing about your friend Grace and you talked about her confidence, that's what that really spoke to me. She was at rest and at peace and she was confident. And a, a joy has to spring up when you live in a life like that, right? I mean, it, there's plenty of room for joy when you're confident in the Lord. And Lucy, I was thinking about, you know, in your life, you had to make decisions uh, you and your mom and dad, you made decisions on your own. But now Jesus does want to speak to you. And in John 10, it talks about his sheep know his voice. And um, he is the good shepherd. He's the one that will speak to us uh, through his word and his direction to us and make that clear. And we don't have to to be filled with that anxiety that takes away any kind of happiness or joy um, because you're not alone. He's the one who is leading you. He's the one. And, and Jan, I loved it when you said it's just so different. Now you have faith inside. You have faith inside of you. And the real joy is different than before. He's the one who is alive in each of you. And he's the one that will lead and guide and direct you. 
and bring you to even places of deeper and greater joy than, than you've even known up to this point. And I love that. Thank you all for sharing. Thank you. Um, actually, I also have a question because many times you can't really identify um, whether it's your own decision or like your own thought or it's from God. How could you like know that this decision or this move is from God? An excellent question, Lucy. I think everybody on this call has asked that question <laughs> many times and probably still asked that question. Um, maybe maybe Greg will prepare a message on that, that <laughs> question. Well, one thing that I will add is that the more you get to know God, the more your thoughts are in line with his and the less they will necessarily be much different. Yeah, that's true. The more the more you understand what God has said and you understand what God's will is as he's revealed it in the Bible, then a lot of things that you wondered about, you'll just set aside. You know that that is not from God and that narrows down the field. Right. The, and yeah. so, th so then the more things align with God's word, you know that he is, is blessing these things. But there is there's a there's a uh, secret work of the Holy Spirit to use the word of God to speak to your heart. And and maybe that's what you you experienced when he was say, take calc one and don't worry about what everybody else says. Uh, but it, it comes with confidence and trust in God. But you have to there's some there's part of the will of God that's secret and he doesn't reveal it to us. So we we need to press in to understand the part that he has revealed to us in Scripture. And then trust him with everything else. I mean, that's how I would kind of address that question. Well, now that I have my message, um, what I would like to say is, first of all, it's always scripture first. And a lot of times you can get rid of any thoughts that when are obvious that don't line up with scripture. So if you can find anything that God has to say about the subject, that's always the starting point. But the second thing I would say just off the top of my head is we're going to make mistakes. We're going to make mistakes. If God says there are two jobs and one's in this location and one is in this location, which one should I take? And you pray and you do your, your utmost to determine which one would be the right thing in the sight of God. And then it turns out you choose the wrong one. Well, God does not come after you with a stick. He just says, okay, it was a learning experience. You made a mistake. Next time you'll, you'll know better. But he doesn't, you know, he will, you may go through a few difficult things in the learning process, but he'll bring you back to where you can choose again. And then you've got that experience, but God does not get angry because you made a mistake because he's looking at your heart. He knows that your heart is to, is to please him first. So don't get discouraged if you make a mistake. For example, if you had taken the uh, calculus three and you find out, wow, this was a bad choice. You know, I, I should have never done this. Well, it's not like God's gonna beat you over the head. He's gonna say, okay, next time you grow in wisdom. And that's the point. Grow in wisdom. Grow in your trust in God. Go back to the point where you started and start over. 
Thank you. Amen. Moti and, and Jan, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on joy today. And I can tell that you know now that Jesus is the source of your joy. And that that's how you have deep and true abiding joy is because you know Jesus. And that that's why we rejoice so much at Christmas time is because he has made him come to make himself known to us and set us free. I thank you for sharing. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you both. Yeah. So next Sunday, I believe Carla and Eva are going to share, right? Yeah. Little reminder. Uh, <laughs>